Hey, how's it going? Agro here from the Juicing Room Podcast. Before we get started with the episode you're listening to right now, I would just like to take a moment to tell you about a survey we here at the Juicing Room are running uh, of the little demographics and trends on our corner of the internet full of fun people. It's not an obligation. You don't have to fill it out, obviously, if you don't want to. And you can be as specific or non-specific as you want to be. There are a few required questions just to gauge like certain trends, like get a baseline understanding of things. But like I said, be as specific or as non-specific as you want. It will be linked in our Twitter page and will be listed in this podcast description as well. So you can just freely access it from anywhere. Other than that, let's get started with your episode. Thanks for listening to our wonderful mumbling. The following podcast contains coarse language and sexual content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Juicing Room Podcast. I am Agro. And I'm S.B. Burgard. And fuck James Charles. He's a rapist and a scumbag. <laughs> Holy shit. That's a fucking... Wow. All right. No, seriously. No, I know he's the fucking fuck rapist him. and a scumbag. I just didn't expect that. Every single time, it's a new thing. Okay. I don't know. Maybe that is that. Maybe that is a, t- a ting. Maybe it is going to be a ting. I don't know. You, first, first time, it was you're surrounded by fucking grass. Second time you it was it was a chicken sandwich. Third time you just bring up James Charles. Are you trying to get us viral? Yeah, Are you trying it. to get us infecting everyone's lives? Are you trying to get people into this fucking smut? You absolute monster! No, yeah, no, I am, I am. I'm gonna get this going. <laughs> ah. fuck, fuck, fuck James Charles, and if you describe to him, fuck you too. <laughs> All right. Well, we have returned for episode three. Episode two was very long. It tree, was fun. Tree, tree, <laughs> tree, tree, tree. In this episode, we will be discussing various various topics in regards to in regards to objectification of women and the ever fun blueberries, which you know is a there. There's there's always the that intersection of fetish and problems. So we always got to talk about those. Oh, it would yeah. be a heavy subject. Hopefully, we will at least somewhat lighten it. I, I don't know how to. I'm. Hopefully, we'll do it. <laughs> yeah, ho- hopefully so. This won't turn into like a giant shift. Fest. Indeed. Hopefully not. But if it does, let's try and make a comedic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So our first segment, as always, or as it has always been for the last two episodes, is history. I can't wait to change one of these episodes and just fuck people with some minds. One day, like, one day oh, we'll just start off. We'll history. start off with a Star Wars scroll. Yeah. It'd be like, oh, fuck's sake, here we go. These bastards are doing their history. I didn't come for history. I came to jack off. All right. Well, history uh, episode three is all about the That 70s Show, Violet Inflation, which is a very much the best, the best inflation in this community. <laughs> Fight me. It's the one you got started on, you buy as fuck. I don't care. <laughs> it's so fucking good. It has... It has every single thing that is perfect about a clip. That's fair. It's almost as if that show is entirely dedicated to the nostalgia of the 70s and making people find out kinks they didn't know they had. Like nerds smoking in a basement. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, man, I, I, just, I can't believe, man, I, can't to, believe I tried when doing it comes it. To nerd, When it comes <sighs> to nerds in basement smoking, man, I just can't handle myself. <laughs> I just, I lose all control. Fuck, fuck, man. I lose all control, Barbara. I can't take it. 
especially, especially if it's fucking Eric. Out? If it's Eric from that somebody show, oh. that fucker, whatever is, is it? What's his fucking name? I can't remember his name. But the fucker, oh, he's so football. he's so hot. I think the funny. Oh my god, Ashton Kutcher, she's so hot. It's so hot. Yes, but we are oh discussing that '70s show's Violet Inflation, which is a very unique one because it was meant as a sight gag and also played off of uh, Jackie's insecurities, which is a very funny, very interesting recurring gag in regards to that '70s show. Oh yeah, of course. Like it starts off. Obviously, we have the flashback, the nice old flash. Well, I wouldn't really call it a flashback. It's kind of like a. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an imagination sequence. It's something that uh, people bring. Yeah. In. Yeah, well, it's it starts off. It's basically the reason why this kind of happens is Jackie's eating like was it beef jerky? She was eating beef jerky, like? and the entire episode was centered around uh, Jackie moving on from Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, 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 his that name was, was in that show. Yeah, and Donald and Donald was like, "You're gonna get fat." She, she goes, "You're gonna get." Don't you say it, bitch. Fat? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. And I'll see. It transitions to her in the costume, and then she's like, "I say five pies," which, for fuck's sake, eating five pies in the one go—impressive, very like, impressive, sh- terrifying. Technically, if you tried that in real life, you'd probably get in the third pie, and then it would just you would vomit all that show. Yeah, because there's the stomach has a the human stomach has a capacity reaching it is not a good thing. Yeah, but no. she's just filming. It. Jackie's just filming. She's like, "I'm on my fifth. <laughs> Just fucking throws up all over the pig bed. <laughs> oh, but yeah, she's on her fifth pie, and she still hasn't uh, thought about whatever his name is. Fucking God, I need to look up his name. Or we'll just we'll just, we'll, we'll just say Ashton. Fuck it. We'll just say Ashton. Ashton. I'll look up his name though. Yeah. Anyways, Donna is basically doing the I couldn't give a fuck mode. Where she's like, No, stop, please, wait. Oh no. Oh fuck! Oh god! Oh, <laughs> no, fuck. don't! It sounds stop. like a tailor-made clip script. It it, it it legit sounds like a tailor-made clips script. <laughs> oh god! Oh, fuck. oh no! I'm shocked oh, they god. haven't done that oh, yet. Shit. Now that I think about it. Oh no! Don't give them any ideas. It'll happen. Oh come on! It's not oh, the no. worst thing. Oh fuck! Oh god! Yeah, it's not. It's it, it it's 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 basically uh, a line made for t-shirts. Oh god! Oh, oh geez! Oh god! Oh fuck! Oh, his name is Kelso. Okay, his name was Kelso. Oh my god, I did not remember that no, name. No, it's an unmemorable name. It's a I fucking not... weird thing. Yeah, like, you you remember, oh, it's like, oh yeah, Jackie, Donna, Eric, and it's like that. It's like, I don't remember that. But anyways, uh, it, it was a very interesting place. So yeah. As... And it's actually great for the, the time that they actually used the prosthetics, because like... Obviously, they use like uh, they probably use like a Sony Vegas to like get the skin color or or uh, or After Effects. At which point they cut away to to Donna, and then they come back, and it's just a dummy that's rollable, which is very interesting. But she actually does get yeah, but she actually does get really big in the in the clip. It's like the perfect size. It's a very nice. uh, It's a very and it's also a very nice uh, clip in in the fact that they decide to emulate the fantasy. Or the emulate the process whilst also bringing some nuance to it, which is something that really didn't happen in any sort of reenactment or redrawing of it in a lot of uh, early inflation art. Oh, yeah. And, like, as well, they just bring comedy into it. Like, she got stuck in the drawer and she's like, suck it in, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> like, suck it in, you big fat bitch. 
It, it's so good though because it fits like the characters in every single way. Yeah, it does. But uh, yeah. essentially, uh, one of the biggest one of the biggest uh, contributing uh, parts of this scene is that it was one of the secondary go to scenes uh, for fetishists once it was mm. out. Once people started distributing it, and it yeah. became more widely spread after. Uh, like yeah, like as well as that. There's like I have I have some good insights, tiny good insights into this. Now I did research on this. I spent weeks of research, you know, sitting on the mm-hmm. computer, looking like a fat ass bastard, which I'm not. Don't worry, I'm not. And I found out a couple of things. Uh, Mila Kunis is addicted to fruit. So apparently, like, when she was filming the scene, she actually was, like, really happy to eat. <laughs> like, She's been addicted to like, several she, things in her lifetime. World of Warcraft, now fruit. Yeah. This, is a, this is a new thing to me. Yeah, she's... Yeah, she's addicted to fruit. Like, I I remember even when she was saying that, like, when, during her pregnancy, like, she was addicted to fruit, and she still is. That's fascinating. I'm not, okay, yeah, I feel like that's and then I, I remember, feel like that's a subtle implication. <laughs> yeah, it's a subtle implication. And then, like, another thing with like uh, the whole with the whole kind of rolling scene on, on what he is the dummy. They used it for two reasons. Apparently, they did a test one. Well, like Mila Kunis in the suit, but she was afraid that uh, when she was getting rolled into the door, that Donna was going to give her a concussion, basically. So she kind of like opted out of it. That's fair. And they they didn't have the tech technology like say that the seventies seventy suit they didn't have it in their budget for the show, so they just went with like a dummy because yeah. it was cheaper. And, and one of the one of the key things is nowadays you can kind of do stunt doubles for certain things or. I don't know, get super somebody's face. Yeah. But back in the early 2000s and late 90s when that show came out, it was kind of a complicated yeah. process to do. Yeah. Like, I, think that sh- I think that episode came out in like 97. Yeah, no, it would have been, it would have been really, it would have been Herculean. Oh, no, it was, a, it was 2000, April 3rd. Yeah, it, would, it still would have been Herculean because, uh, if you look at the, like, if you want yeah. a reference to how they superimpose or replace faces onto stunt doubles, uh, the best example of them use of people doing that is Star Wars Episode Three because half of the scene shot with that stuff is uh, with stunt doubles and didn't that come out in like two thousand four? So it was pretty late before that started getting pretty, pretty yeah, so. well done. So they could so getting a TV show to do that required not only an astronomical mm-hmm. budget but time. So they they couldn't have done it. Oh yeah, as well as that like that that scene has inspired a lot of people in this community, myself yeah. included. So, it's one of the more su- thanks one of the more looser subsets. Thanks, thanks, Mila. You know, you drew, you drew me into this life, and now I can't escape it. Thank you, Mila Kunis. Thank you. It's funny. It's funny how that scene has influenced so many people yeah. too, because like, uh, it's yeah. really, because you wouldn't expect it to, or you wouldn't expect uh, something that's more of a gag to come off as that. Yeah. But then, then again, we we uh, examine some of the we will in the future examine some of the more lesser known. Like the alien ant farm oh, and yeah. uh, some of the others, and people the SNL skit, and people will say that influenced me too. I'm like, oh, well, shit. <laughs> There's yeah. more to me than me. Because like usually, like people like when they ask, yeah, when people ask you, oh, what influenced you? You're like, oh, seventy one clip or two thousand and five clip, you know, all that shit. But you know, it is what it is, and it's like effect effectively like over the last kind of couple of years, it's kind of like getting like a lot more like artwork based around it. Oh yeah. Like I know Faraday, she did the whole kind of reimagining of it. 
and it was very it was very is, good uh, it was very well done oh yeah and of course there was like people numerous artists who have drawn like that and funny enough i actually think like that scene has inspired say some of the drawings that our artist of the week has made oh, yeah. We'll get, we'll get to that. Good segue. Good segue. Good, good segue there. So, uh, uh, our artist of the week actually is a uh, belt. Oh pop. yeah, our artist of the week is like like SB said. It is uh, she. It is belt pop. She is a very popular, prominent artist within the. Like I yes. just said, she's very popular. You don't need to repeat. Me. <laughs> All right, sorry, Jesus. She's a very popular, and prominent <laughs> artist in the community. Very quiet as of recent. Very uh, much more to herself. Very secretive, much like a Wonka would be. So I don't. I don't know if that's deliberate, but <laughs> well, very talented. Very talented. Her art talent is in her blood. Yes, her artwork is very much a hand-drawn style, as opposed to a uh, as opposed to a graphic design style, which is how a lot of artists go about it. Which not neither of those are too bad. Yeah, like not like hand-drawn versus graphic design are both very pretty visually, and you can do practically anything oh, yeah. with either. So uh, one of my favorite pieces of hers are more of the pieces in which she is uh, illustrating more of a uh, BDSM relationship or more of a, like a submissive or a punishment sort of thing, but not to, not to the extent that it's like terrifying because last couple, last couple featured, uh, last couple artists we've had have been yeah. more punishment based for the pure horror aspect of the spectacle, which isn't terrible. It's just, uh, it's a nice refresher and it shows the diversity of ideas. I, I, in the community. I, when it comes yeah, when it comes to like belt pop, like I love like her like things that she does kind of like based around like the whole factory oh, sequences, yeah. like a couple G- of those. GCMP really wasn't it called? Uh, yeah, G- GCMPs and the uh, whole so, sort of more funnier stuff. Like she's actually really underrated in terms of comedy. Oh yeah, because like some of the stuff she's posted is fucking hilarious. Oh yeah, like in terms of the dialogue and the actual like scene itself and. Well, as well as that, when you when you go to look at all the different, say, it's not just like well, most with some artists you get like a one type body, or her, there's so many different types and so many different stages. Oh yeah, that it's just and she she could definitely really hate art for this stuff, and she has. She helps oh, draw yeah. the anatomy of such a form, and that's actually very important. I think one of her one of my favorite things about her art aesthetically is the the texture, how it's very squishy or soft looking. As opposed to very tight and firm yeah, it's looking. like yeah, it's almost like a ball. It's, it's more like kind of like a a fish appearance it's, 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 in it's, a way, it's, like a more fight. It's a squash and stretch ball. There's a, there's a style in animation called uh, squash and stretch, in which there is uh, or is it? I don't remember. There's definitely a form of type form of animation in which there's gravity. I think you're, I think what you're, I think you're right when you're saying it is more squash based, yeah, like it's like saggy. A, it's very gravid. It's it's very it's mm. very tangible as opposed to intangible, which is very important when you're drawing something very fantastical. Some form of reference of reality is is key there. It's why sometimes abstract art, oh, yeah. when it comes to certain things, is a miss if it doesn't have some sort of grounding effect. Mm. Oh my god, abstract blueberry art—that'd be hilarious. <laughs> I kind of want to see that. That'd now. be luscious. All right, anyone who's yes, listening. Yes, well, there you go. Anyone who's listening. You know, all three of you are listening. <laughs> you know, go ahead. Start working on Fucking that. do abstract fruit art. <laughs> abstract liver. I used to... You'll I probably used to, you'll, you'll probably I have, I've almost... Like, I had a history of doing stuff like that, but no. Essentially, belt pop is... Uh, 
is a very influential person and a very interesting artist. And we encourage you to look into her stuff because mm. some of her stuff, majority of her stuff is fantastic. It's very interesting. It's uh, it's different takes on the same idea or nuanced takes on the same idea. Yeah. Well, like definitely when it comes to like the community, like she's right up there as one of the top drawer, top drawers, and, top artists. And she has influenced so many people and she has been very kind oh. and very interesting. And, when she does commissions, or when she, whenever she does commissions, in the rare occasions she does, she's very uh, actively listening and wants you to get a product that you that you uh, should get. So that you like, yeah, that you feel like your your money's worth, and like she will listen to every single detail you have, and you'll get like you'll get your money's worth out of it. So. It is the rare occasion that she does open them, though. So it's <laughs> it's like it's about as I still yeah, and she's very she's very nice. So that's our artist of the week. I will post yeah. images, some right of now. her, some of my favorite works, and SB. I will ask you right now to like whenever we're done with this, definitely send me some of your favorites so I can put them there, and then we'll just intersperse them. Oh, because yeah. she's a very good artist. Oh, yeah, and I want cool. you all to visually be able to see that. She uses a lot oh, yeah, of color of and a lot of power, and some of her and every single one of the comics that I've bought of hers are worth the money. So I, I implore you to support her too. Mm. Definitely, yeah, of course. Huh, but and. And now from happy things to, <laughs> to angry things. things. If anyone is familiar with Andy Rooney and his lovely rants on certain things after 60 minutes, this is essentially like that, but much more volatile. Because this... That's going to hold <laughs> mode. This, this, this podcast theme, time. If, if I don't title it, the, if I don't title it uh, uh, very distinctly, uh, is, is uh, objectification and, uh, and basically... Doing bad things for bad reasons. You can call this blue times or blue rants, whatever you <laughs> we'll want. We'll fucking figure it out. Some Regardless, random uh, shit. Me and SB have had quite a few qualms recently with several of the same kind oh, of subjects. Yes. Uh, one of which happens to oh, be yes. how the Instagram blueberry community affects the community as a whole. It is cons- to oh, me, it is considered yes. the Wild West. To, S- to, to SB, it's considered to- a post-apocalyptic wasteland. <laughs> well, to me... The closest thing I could consider uh, the Instagram community is do you ever want that piece of like candy? No, it's like do you ever get a packet of crisps and all the crisps are really nice in it and then you get the last one and it's like drenched in like salt. Oh, It looks ugly. It looks like shit. It's barely you're making edible. My, you're making you my mouth hurt. Yourself, yeah, you, 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 you don't want to eat it but you still do anyway because you're a crazy yeah. about it. Ah. You see that, and you have to eat. My it. gums hurt. And it's Stop. Like, yeah, it, no, you're no. I'm gonna make your gums hurt. <laughs> you have to visualize this pain. <laughs> I'm feeling it, asshole. Yeah, you have to feel but, this because this this is what the Instagram community is. It is that crisp that you don't you want. You have a bias in the that fact you that you have had your art stolen from, stolen on there. So I do not blame you. Everybody's had the art stolen. You've had you've had your I art stolen. I've seen your art. You're fucking with me. My yeah. art's terrible. I'm I am not fucking. All right. Me. Well, I'll believe it when me. you send me an image of it. Regardless, we're discussing in this little rant portion because this is a rant portion. It's a new segment. We're discussing how terrible it is. For starters, I have been involved in the uh, Instagram Blueberry community on and off very much uh, for the last I want to say year. It's been a, it's been a while. I know that. And I will, I will tell yeah, you from I've, experience. I've been there for. I will tell you from experience. There are two rampant problems. There's a, there no. There are three rampant problems. There's a rampant problem of sexism. There's a rampant problem of art theft, and there's a rampant problem of 
very young kids like or teenagers not understanding not understanding the the barricades of what they're doing yeah because they love shits and you know sometimes it's completely true i've talked to some and they're like and i'm like yeah that's somebody else's content you need to be aware of that and you need to either take it down or credit them and the minute i say that it's like i've stabbed their mother in the fucking face and i know i haven't i'm being a genuine it's it's like you've directly offended them like how dare you insinuate that I've stolen art that clearly isn't mine? Oh my god, I see the watermark and all. How dare you? You put that watermark on my image that I actually stole from someone else who put that watermark there. How One of the dare most you? Disgusting. Fucking annoying things that I've ever seen is, uh, for starters, uh, recently Riddler Corpse, one of our friends and a content producer, uh, he posted a sequence around, wasn't it Christmas with candy? Uh, yeah. Where him and him. And, yeah. Where there's like a, it's a 12 part sequence and it's just her growing. Yeah. Well, somebody uh, either distributed or posted her unedited pictures. And it was a shit storm because it, I don't know how I, like I said, like I said, SB doesn't know how, the only possible ability would be somebody that uh, we no longer speak with or we don't talk to very actively uh, or somebody who was in trouble with that. Well, I, well, the thing is, though, we kind of do know because they kind of morphed it and claimed it as a fat version, but it really wasn't that Regardless, I, I, I'm not going to jump on that. Uh, I'm not going to jump on that because it's not, it's not relevant. The issue is, is that people posted yeah. that. and then, Yeah, of course. Um, it was reposted several times, and alongside the uh, the uh, Twelve Days of Blueberry things, and a lot of people did give credit to Riddler. I will I will say that there were a couple that were very prominent that did. Yeah, more they're... people gave credit to the fact that it was just there, and they decided to repost it, repost it. And one of the biggest problems, yeah, that pisses me off to the is well, yeah, one of the biggest problems is that people actually claimed that they were candy, oh yeah, and that was. That was a big no-no because, like, I'll see, they're not. I have had you're, the you're privilege not, of talking candy. to Candy. I've had the privilege of knowing some of the being able to. And it's yeah, a privilege to be to communicate. And, and Riddle and Candy both can revoke that privilege the minute you do something. Oh yeah, absolutely shitty. And there are people who have had that privilege revoked. But you, rightfully you, so. But I've had the privilege of talking to her and getting to know her on her other accounts uh, on accounts that. Uh, Riddler, you know, helped me get a, get a hold of. And honestly, it wasn't... It, and honestly, you can tell that these people aren't Candy if you uh, knew her. Because, first off, they're... Yeah, because candy, candy is a distinct... She's a distinct person with a distinct personality. Yeah. You know, like... They, they, these people definitely are either guys or very uh, thirsty people trying to... They're little horny folks. Yeah. One of the big, one of the big problems is that they're oh they're, that's one of the big, that's one of the other big problems is impersonation. People impersonate characters or ideas, uh, or even entire yes. uh, artists and claim it as their own. And then right. my favorite, my favorite one uh, is the uh, oh hi I'm Jennifer I own this account. And then when you when you reveal that they aren't woman, it's like oh oh by the way I've taken over this account. My name is with Stefano. My name is Cuntface. I've taken over this profile now. The, the, it's clearly, clearly, all it is is an, att- is an attempt to fool other women into like getting photos 
or getting more. Oh yeah, and here here for, here's here's a big issue. Uh, is due to that catfishing problem and due to that uh, issue of people impersonating other people, there are entire accounts dedicated to candid photogra- photographs or uh, public photographs of what I assume to be high schoolers and even some middle schoolers just altered. Yeah. And it's just downright gross. Like yeah. it, it, guys, you do, you do realize, you do like realize we can just Google image reverse search. And or find if, we, out. if we can't, if we can't do that, we can tell that this person did not, this isn't their deliberate choice of pose. Like, if you wanted to be morphed and you were a person who was, if you were that person, you'd be able to take a photo and take a clear photo. Half the time, whenever people ask yeah. me for a morph, because they would, and I knew how to morph at the time with uh, on my phone to make it look at least somewhat like a good morph, uh, they would send me the same photograph, zoomed in and more blurry, and I'd tell them, I can't morph this, number one. Uh, number two... Yeah, they'll send you like the shittest quality, and then it's like, oh, I actually need a better picture, and then they they screw up because they know they don't have anything else, and it's like okay, excuse time. Oh my god! I like to broken. I like to call it. Oh. The, I like to call it the kid caught kid caught masturbating uh, routine. Yeah, shithead, shithead caught. They, they come cop up with cop outs and various other things, and it's not it's not a good thing. And we need to we need to stop condoning it. We need to stop letting these people post. It's things. time to stop. <laughs> Where are your parents? Who are your parents? <laughs> <laughs> it's a very it's a very important oh, problem that we need to address and honestly i'm tired of having to walk on eggshells about it. i'm tired of having to uh look at it as if it's an unsolvable problem it is a solvable problem they're just people not willing to to, to fix I'll see, it even if when you say that you say it's a solvable problem it's a solve you can solve it temporarily but you can never oh, solve yeah it. The, the, those people like, always you need, you need to be realistic one of my favorite examples of it is how when you first started out and you started doing head swaps, there are people doing head swaps with some of their like high school crushes. I'm like, this is not okay. <laughs> uh, don't oh, don't yeah, get me wrong. Course. When I was in middle school and high school and I had this kink and I was very ashamed of it, I would think of my crush or different people that I liked in that position. But I would oh, never, yeah. a, I would never course, yeah. uh, impose it upon them and change their and get their images changed. Number one, and but number the two, thing is, the thing is just. Wrong. You kept it to yourself if you yeah. did do it. Like I, I remember, I would make little tiny uh, clay berry sculptures, and I'd be like, "This is this person." Like, ah, oh, cool. And then years later, they'd be completely destroyed because clay doesn't last forever. It melts. It's like it melts or it melts or, or it firms up and then breaks. And honestly, I'm not. And I'm not ashamed to admit that we all do weird things when we're infatuated with somebody. That being said. The Instagram community is a rampant problem and we need to address it in the same way we address most of these problems is we need to have a active plan of action to counter these people. Uh, Because some of them may migrate to DeviantArt if they're popular enough. Some of them may not migrate. Oh, it's, it's already, it's, it's already happened. And I don't, I, I know I'm going to get flexed for this. I don't care. Gabe, the, you're a fuck. (laughs) Gabe, I say Gabe, though. You say Gabe, though. That's just. I say God. I don't know. Like I, I'll admit, they're very. Us, to God, he's probably some little fifteen-year-old or fourteen-year-old right. jack off, and all he does is steal content. Like he stole content from Riddler. He stole content from Berryverse. From who's another great artist? Jingle. From me. From J- yeah. The one. The one. The one time you and Jingle have both been in, you have been wronged by somebody. I think. At the passive joke, I think please, so. Please take that seriously. I'm trying to be trying to be funny here. 
but essentially it's a big problem and we need to fix it. Yeah. We need to fix it. We need to do something about it. I propose uh, something along the lines of uh, trying to get them to credit artists, number one, and telling them, Hey, this artist makes (laughs) that doesn't work. Then reporting for content theft and getting these people kicked off because if they, if they real, if they're, entire process is art theft and content theft, then the best way is to deter that from happening. And they do mass reports. They've done it before. It happens on Instagram. It's Yeah, but the thing, it's, the thing is, though, they've, they've got, found new ways. They find new ways to, do, to keep themselves on. They just make another yeah. account or they just set their account on private. You know, it's, it's impossible to get rid of them. It's, it's like a plague. The Instagram community is a cancerous plague. We do need to do something about it's them. black death because if we don't do something about it's them, they will become a liability in the very, very near or far future. There is a problem with that. Absolutely, yeah. I don't know. Like, I just think, like, especially like I know we talked about this last last episode with like how to like act in a community, but like when you when we mentioned just there, like taking someone's image and like essentially like pretend to be them and use their image. It happens so sphere. much. It happens so much in this part. It's not. I don't call the Instagram community a part of this community because it's not. It's a different community. You're right. It's yeah. it's what I can. It, it's it's a it's a it's the inverse community. For every predisposed established community, there's an underground. It's the underground. It's essentially. This is gonna sound so fucking corny, but it is essentially the dark web of fairies. It's essentially the shit at the bottom of the toilet that you can't scrape up. It, it, it's 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 just a bunch and. Okay, the worst part is it is the fuel for people who have very bad tendencies. And I mean this. It is the fuel for the people who have bad tendencies. Uh, There are very few people on the Instagram community who are good, one of which is Violet's Alice and one of which is Molly uh, Moves Morphs, who has recently migrated to DeviantArt. I will will link them below. (laughs) That thing. They they got rid of they got out of the cancerous community. Somehow. Yeah, they they, they have they a double life on DeviantArt and Instagram. And one of the big problems with the Instagram community is that amongst the teenagers, there's a bunch of grown grown adults or people that are pedophiles that are essentially yeah they're essentially pedophiles. pedophiles. And no, you call them pedophiles. They're not adults. The adults <laughs> okay. here, yeah, are they're adults. Well, they're pedophiles, and they and they they essentially want you to morph more and more things of more and more people that are more and more questionable. And I remember getting to a loop with one of them being like, wow, you're pretty good at uh, doing this. And then they started getting me to RP specific things that are kind of, kind of weird and kind of disgusting. That's another thing. Like all they want to, it's, it seems like all they want to do is either fucking RP or get some, get you to morph someone that they know, or just pretend to be not, someone else. Like these kids have major role playing is fun in specific circumstances, but demanding it, expecting people to fulfill your fantasies, or, or cater to them if they don't want to, if they're uncomfortable with it, is is a lot to ask. So basically, to round um, worse, worse, worse as well. It's it's always shit. It's always a oh, shit yeah. role play. I got better role plays with my girlfriend <laughs> when she's fucking hot. We, we ba- basically to round this out. How we solve the blueberry or the Instagram community uh, is. Is, is it will depend it will determine the future of how we do things because essentially we can either try and remedy the situation or we can try and let it fester and bubble and we shouldn't do that i say you just ostracize ostracize all these fuckers i think i don't think we should ostrac- like, ostracize all of them because there's some people who 
can create some good content. I'm trying to motivate one to create more content because he can draw really, really interesting style or really interesting trace style. That is, I think like the only good people is obviously you mentioned Violet Alice, and there's like this one creator called that one Morpher, and he or she was really fucking good, but they seem to have dropped off the planet. But, yeah. You know. So to round this out, because I do have somewhere to be soon, um, uh. We we basically shit. <laughs> fuck, fuck you! I have I have a life. <laughs> Essentially, well, oh wow, thanks. You also have a life. I but agree. essentially, we need to remedy this problem. How we do it will define how we do things in the future. Uh, now that the rant portion is over, uh, we will onto better stuff. Onto we good are, news, good stuff. Our our, uh, fee, our uh, guest is uh, Max Growth. We interviewed him separately, so we're going to transition to that, so you can hear that uh, while we. It's great stuff, guys. It's really informative. It is. Uh, anyways, uh, we hope you enjoy it, and then when we come back, we will talk about. We'll have another story time. Oh yes, story time. Alrighty, welcome, Max Growth. Yes, welcome. Hello. Alrighty. So, uh, SB, you said you had questions prepared first, so I'll let you start with yours. Oh, thanks. You're so generous. I really <laughs> appreciate it. So, uh, Maxwell, uh, what is it like working with models such as Koa and Lucina? Um, well, those two gals in particular are just, they're really great. I mean, I've been working with them for so long, and um, uh, it's... Uh, I'm trying to think of really, um, I don't have enough superlatives <laughs> to talk about them. So, <laughs> um, you know, they're, they're, they're both uh, lovely and professional and, you know, they're, they, you know, they sort of bring different personality traits, which is good because, yeah. you know, they each kind of have their own little thing, you know, as far as, you know, what they bring, you know, when they emote and act yeah. in the clips I find they kind of bounce off each other and when they're in dual clips, they work well with each other. Their kind of personalities bounce against each other. Yeah, they're, it's always fun when they work together. They're, they're yeah, really, yeah. you also have a very good cinematic uh, structure when you do, when you make stuff. So it's very interesting to watch how that plays together. Yeah, we, we try to do that. I mean, um, you know, sometimes just because of like uh, time constraints or like unexpected things happening with props or you know, other issues yeah, on set, you know, sometimes, and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes we can't always be as um, like scripted and plotted and everything as we would like, but that's, that's usually the attempt is to have something that's been, you know, thought. It's very interesting to see you work with the, uh, yeah. Technical limitations and whatnot do kind of limit the stuff hmm. that you make. I understand that. So I do you have a question now or, uh, what exactly is what? What was one of your favorite one of your uh, guys' favorite clips to do? Like, what was the the, the one you enjoyed the most uh, creating and producing? Um, gosh, man, it's 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 really so hard because um, you know, we've done so many, and then you know, the, I, I'll make it easier. Maybe top three. <laughs> I don't know. If that makes it easier or harder. <laughs> <laughs> okay, three at any rate. Because like, as long as they like clips you enjoy or clips that you recommend people to show that you enjoy making it. I remember one time you said that you did enjoy making the Magical Mystery Adventure one, the one that involved the maze. Yeah, all of the Magical Maze clips are fun just because we do so many different things You know, in those clips. It's not like just like a straight up 
you know, like one type of, uh, of transformation or expansion. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's very exploratory. It's a, yeah, it's a good point. It's a variety almost slapped together. Max growth variety hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. be an interesting yeah. TV show. <laughs> there we and, go. And, and actually, it's um, it, it's funny because I a lot of times I can't even remember all the titles that are chosen. You know, yeah, for a lot obviously. of the clips. But um, I think there's another one with uh, Koa that was like a balloon battle. Um, yeah, I remember such... that. I recall that one. Oh yeah, I remember that That's one. We'll, we'll take a picture and put in the in the episode. Yeah, that was a that was a lot of fun, and you know, she really helped us out a lot too by doing some unexpected things in that clip. Like, you know, she was like, well, let's do this. And, and I'm like, can you do that? And then she's like, yeah, I can do that. And it's like, she's like, got her, she's like planking on the top of a ladder and in this ridiculous position. And it's just wiggling her, like her feet and ankles in a way that make her, you know, make her look like she's floating. Uh, you know, it's just crazy. I mean, stuff, stuff you wouldn't like, I would never ask you to do that, but since you offered, um, you, know, you know, Cody, she's a tough cookie. You know, she's tough <laughs> she, cookie. she can get, she can go in the blueberry suit and nearly, you know, get her head caved in, but you know, she'll still do it. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, yeah she did, she did get the very first time a long time ago when we had the suit from, uh, you know, Taylor made clips that they let us yeah. borrow. You know, yeah, she, she clunked her head pretty good on the on the floor. Yeah, damn. Jenny pushed her really hard, it looked like, in that clip. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, uh, what what is something that you've always wanted to do, maybe, uh, with your clips that you don't get to, due to, like, limitations um, or stuff? I, I think a lot of the limitations are, are really in terms of, like, having more people involved, you know, trying to have, yeah. you know, I've really wanted to do something where you can have, like, you know, like a, almost like a real TV show where you'd have like, you know, two or three main people and then like maybe three or four like supporting little people that pop in and out. And, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, but it's really hard, you know, between just the, you know, the financial aspects of it and, and, you know, finding people to do, oh, of course. you know, to be in these kind of clips, you know, even though it's, you know, everything we do is pretty much PG 13, you know, it's still hard to find somebody who has a comfort level with, you know, with the work, and, and then you have to you have to get them all on the on the set at the same time as well. Yeah, and I, I would argue that, like you say, like you've said before in a different conversation, logistics is everything. Because I know there are a few people that are very willing to do that, but the, they live half a dozen places that aren't where you guys are. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's the thing is you know I'm I'm even willing to like travel and go. You know, like um, you know I've been. Well, I've been a lot of far away places, but I usually try and do that in conjunction with something else. So it's not just like making just a singular trip to, you know, like really far away just to do a clip. Yeah, but well, like, you know, I'll, I'll, I easily drive many times like, you know, three hours, two and a half hours, three and a half hours to try and work with somebody new. And, you know, sometimes mm -hmm. it pans out and sometimes they, you know, you go to all that trouble and they just flake out on you. Jeez, you know, that must be yeah, fucking yeah. disheartening. Uh, yeah, it's, it is. It's it's really frustrating because, you know, you might rent an Airbnb and then you've, uh, you know, you've allocated time and, you know, your money, gas money to get there. And, you know, then you got 
you know, you just sit there and wait. And, you know, sometimes they'll do you the courtesy of calling and saying, giving you some kind of excuse, like, oh, I had a flat tire or, you know, um, you know, my mom's sick or something. But a lot of the times they'll just, you know, you just never, never hear from them again. I mean, it's like they just drop off the face of the earth. Huh. Yeah. That sounds, that sounds that's, very that's, that's, That sounds very shitty. Yes. But, you know, at least like, you know, props to you. That's dedication. I, I think like that dedication and like in quality comes a lot through your clips. I think that's why like a lot of the community actually supports Max Grow as a whole. Just because they see the quality and they see the dedication. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, and and I, I just really can't express how much I really appreciate that. I mean, because it really is. I mean, I've been shown so much love and support and just goodwill over the years that, you know, if I if I didn't have that, I don't think I could keep doing it because, you know, it, I mean, I enjoy doing the clips and, you know, but you know, it's also a lot of hard work and effort and. You know, so, you know, especially like in the context of when I get to go to SizeCon and, you know, you meet people in person and they get to, you know, you get to have that like real live connection with them and, you know, talk about, well, you know, this is what I like and this is what you do. And, you know, it, it's it's always great. Oh, sure. Yeah. I say when you go to SizeCon, you meet someone who just talk about, oh, I love this clip, but, you know, thanks so much. It just, you know, gives you a good feeling good warm feeling and makes you feel like you know this you're doing the right thing here <laughs> yeah i i always i always strive to i don't know that i always succeed but the it, it, that's the goal uh, I, I say you have a good success level <laughs> uh, you're too, you're too kind sir uh, okay one of my uh favorite clips of yours was the marshmallow clip honestly <laughs> it was a very interesting clip because a the week that that came out, I had delved into uh, a few marshmallow uh, transformations and expansions in our own right. And I'm just like, wow, this is coincidental. So uh, when I finally was able to get it, gather, scrounge enough money uh, to get it, it was very interesting to watch and see. Um, are there any, uh, any expansions that are, def that are not fruit or uh, like, you know, purely uh, inflation related that you would do? but you haven't done yet or you haven't seen any uh, interest in yet or just haven't had the time of? Yeah. A lot of things, once you start getting out of the realm of, you know, sort of like the, the main stuff, you sort of get into this no man's land of, you know, sort of potential problems. Um, it's the most daunting thing is typically fear of, you know, doing something that's not going to sell, you know? Yeah. Um, but then you also get into like, well, how do I do it? You know, uh, I think, I think I can do it this way, but is it going to work? Um, right. Right. You know, so you, I imagine it's a lot of trial and error essentially. Yeah. And you know, I've done like costume testing in the past where we sort of try and get together at a coordinated time and, and just focus on seeing if things will work. But, you know, logistically it's a little bit hard well, and, of course. and just financially it's really, it's, oh, yeah. it's, uh, it's hard because you're sort of, uh, you're sort of making an investment that you're not sure is going to, you know, it's a risk. It's a big, yeah, risk. It's, just, it's a risk. And, like, um, the one thing I can say is that over the years, 
I mean, TaylorMade Clips has always been really good about letting me, you know, try new things. I mean, you know, they would let me know like, hey, that was a real bummer. Don't do it again. Uh, you know, s sadly, the, the marshmallow clip did not sell, uh, you know, very well at all. So that's why we never did, you know, anything else like it again. Um, but I, it was that was fun to do. It really was. Another one that was a lot of fun was the the human pinata one that we did with um, Koa and Lucia a long, long time ago. And oh, that was yeah. Another one that, Let me see if I can find that one because I don't even remember that. I remember <laughs> that one. That was, that was ages ago. That was, I felt like such a, a long time ago, but I do remember it. Yeah, it was a long time ago. And um, yeah, and, and that was not a not exactly a good seller either. So, um, so you know, one thing that um, I would love to do, and there's, um, they would probably require some, um, you know, digital effects as well as um, uh, practical effects and probably some, actually some, maybe even some advanced makeup type stuff would be the, you know, the cranium expansion, like the bald head, big head. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, re I remember getting the Lois Lane, uh, comic when i was a kid you know going through like the the you know we used to have a, a comic show back in the old days you know you didn't have comic shops you had to wait for the the comic show to come into town and you know as soon as a comic show would come into town i would just be going through those boxes looking for anything that was like transformation related and i remember finding that lois lane comic with you know where uh, where she gets the big giant bald head and, and so i have a soft spot for that <laughs> Yeah, I, me I remember a couple of years ago when I was going through BBW channel, I remember there was a whole kind of section around that clip, not clip comic, but like around the whole idea. And it seemed to have like a decent amount of like followers. So, you know, you never know. Oh, yeah. And uh, Cherry Expansion is always an interesting concept because people have always kicked it around, but they don't really do it. And there are definitely ways to do it. Um, if you need some tips and practical effects, some of the best people to look for or the best people to look at are cosplayers, especially amateur ones. Uh, oh yeah like they use things called arm socks and they use uh tights to get specific characters with different colors like especially with steven universe uh different colored bodies to sort of exist and emulate and they're almost revolutionary in how they uh, are both cheap and interesting to see yeah that's the that's the amazing thing is there is so much cool stuff being done. I mean, especially in cosplay, but, you know, also just in our community. I mean, if, if you look around and, you know, just some, the, the things that are kind of popping up, you know, here and there, people are trying, you know, little things. And, you know, I, I'm a firm believer in kind of like the rising tide lifts all boats, you know, the, yeah. the more of us, that are, you know, that are experimenting with things and, you know, um, there's just some really neat stuff going on. Um, the frustrating thing for me a lot of times is, you know, I got a full-time job and I got a family. And so, and then the clips, you know, doing that on the side is, is it's not quite another full-time job, but it's almost another full-time job. So the time that I have to sort of like try and learn new things and look for new things is, is, yeah. you know, much, much more limited than, than I would yeah, like to yeah. It's like you're trying to juggle all these things together in one hand and try to keep them all stable. <laughs> yeah. And and really at heart I'm a monotasker. I'm I'm not yeah. really sort of really good at doing like a lot of things at once. It's not my strong suit. So 
I'm really happy when I have like a, a block of time that I can just kind of focus my mind on like one thing at a time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. I would suggest maybe uh, leaving it up to the certain things up to the community and seeing how it would pan out because yeah. it they, they might have some ideas and it wouldn't require you to focus on things. But then again, that's me and I don't know how to fully run these things. I'm not going to like uh, tell you how to do shit. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, you're gonna, it's if, like, if you're going to come onto our podcast, we're just going to tell you how to ruin your company. We're so amateur. Do it our way or no way. <laughs> hey, it might be better, you know? Uh, you know, it's... And I'm sure that uh, a lot of the stuff you want to do and the stuff that you can do are sort of always uh, changing. So eventually, given more time and energy, I'm sure you can put more uh, effort into it. Um yeah. Um, I know. Uh, I know. One thing you just talked about was uh, the relationship you have with Ted and Ray Clips. So, like, how did that kind of come around? If you want to talk about that, yeah, I I was doing some stuff that was I was putting up on YouTube that I was sort of just trying to figure out. I was do. I had long had an interest in just independent film in general, and I had sort of come up with this idea for doing like a parody of Stephen King's uh, thinner and, you know, trying oh, to yeah, get, yeah. trying to get a low budget, you know, sort of parody of that made. And in the process of trying to do like proof of concept to try and get investors, I was, you know, kind of goofing around with like, okay, how can you make a decent looking fat suit that is low tech and affordable and, you know, that has some form of stability to it. And, um, you know, because uh, I was always frustrated by how bad Hollywood fat suits are. I mean, even today, oh, it's God, really yeah. frustrating because, oh, yeah. you know, the amount of money that they bad. have to spend on that stuff. And it's still most of the time ends up looking terrible. Uh, you know, a few select ones are awesome. But then, you know, most of the time it's like, man, they, they didn't spend any money there. <laughs> I think that's mostly uh, a, a problem or a direct uh, statement on the fact that most people in larger industries, uh, most people in larger industries, more like film industries, tend to not know how the body works at larger sizes. They only know the, quote, standard size, which is a problem in its own right. Yeah. I also figured that people currently are cheap and they just do it for oh, the yeah. cheapest way possible, but to get the most <laughs> uh, but uh but sort of to get back to what you were asking the uh, uh bud swope who's who's sort of um uh, oh yeah i know i know who you're on about yeah so so he had contacted me and said hey that's pretty neat you know what are you doing what are you thinking and so we had multiple conversations and then he said well are you familiar with us and i was like well yeah i am and he's like would you consider doing some clips for us and i was like well you know I, you know uh it's not you know production is really not my thing i'm more of a writer and you know trying to you know be a producer and and he's like well you know just come on you know and uh he kept pushing me and pushing me and so finally he just out of the blue sent me um you know a camera a battery pack a stabilizer bar a long life battery you know just a a, a bunch of stuff to just kind of like a like a a nice little starter kit to, to make clips. And so, you know, he told me, he said, you know, just goof around. He said, if you try and do something, you know, a few times and it doesn't work out, then just send the stuff back. And, you know, so 
um, that's pretty much how it started. I just, um, you know, just, uh, took a stab at it and put out something that was probably pretty bad and just kept, um, theoretically improving over time. Yeah. So I'm guessing when you, when you were looking for models, you just kind of went to model mayhem and you were just like, I'll see what I can find on there. I'm guessing. Yeah, Model Mayhem was uh, probably the first place that I had real success finding somebody. The first model that I actually uh, got, I got off of Craigslist and, you know, she was okay, but, you know, it was still, um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of venues to get, um, you know, actresses, especially for quote unquote adult or fetish or erotica or mm. whatever you want to call it. Um but you know it's a it there's definitely a learning curve to to getting actresses and models you know I've, when i look back at how i was doing it in the beginning i i i'm really amazed that i got anybody <laughs> you know because it was it was just yeah. you know it's not that i was I, I was doing anything necessarily bad or you know hiding anything it was just you know not polished and you know kind of hum hawing around and you know yeah yeah, it was a, it was rough. Yeah. So, I mean, now I've got to a point where I kind of understand what I need to say and, you know, how I need to say it and, you know, sort of, um, especially with model mayhem, it's nice because they have, um, you know, search features that help you sort of by refine what you need by location and the type of work that they do. And you can sort of yeah. eliminate contacting people that, you know, that would prefer not to be contacted about, you know, anything that's, you know, Again, even though it's PG thirteen, it's still considered, you know, radioactive by some people. Yeah. So for all you people out there who need mo models for specific things, there's your direction, there's sort your, of. There's your domain. So I guess our final question, which we uh, usually ask most people, if if I need, if I remember correctly, haven't we asked this to most people? SB? Yeah, we we asked this to everybody. So and I think you kind of alluded to it, but I'm not certain. What got you into all this kind of stuff? Like, what what uh what got you interested in uh, blueberry specifically and the greater transformation kink or size kinks? Um, well, really, I I think you're just kind of hardwired, you know. Going to SizeCon in particular, like you know, when when you talk with people on the internet, you know, it's one thing, but it, but then when you actually talk with people in person, I think I think by far. I have to say probably 90% of people's uh, like origin story about how they got into, you know, whatever their particular transformation or expansion thing is, is almost exactly the same. And I, I think you're just wired that when you see a certain thing, I mean, especially if you're maybe like right on the cusp of puberty or, you know, preteen or uh, whatever it, I just remember always being fascinated even as a kid with like transformation stuff, like especially, you know, cartoons and TV shows, comic books, you know, even in, uh, even in like science fiction and fantasy novels. Yeah. And so I was always just sort of gravitated to that. And uh, then as, you know, of course, as you get older, then, you know, you sort of actuate that in a, in a different way than you do when yeah, you're a it kid. It codifies itself. It sort of, it goes from like a, a bizarre fascination to direct codification of it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It evolves over time. Yeah. So it, yeah, it sort of reaches that critical mass and uh, then you sort of realize what that was germinating inside your head all those years. 
but yeah, I, I mean, I, I can't say like one, sp- I mean, some people will have like one specific thing. Oh, like yeah. I saw this first thing and that was like, bam, that's what, but for me, it was just kind of sort of like almost anything transformation related at that point in time. It's a sort of a collection of things. Yeah. And that kind of goes into a theory that I have with certain things that you pointed out that we're kind of wired certain ways. I think people get a fixation and then it just sort of emulates into it or it just starts going into it. But yeah. Uh, well, thank you. Thank you for letting us interview you and uh, spending some of your time with us. Thank you very much. If you have, a, oh. if you have anything to plug, you know, feel free to where to Patreon or vid down or whatever. Um, yeah, I, I wish I was smart enough to remember what all my link information was, but we, yeah, we, but we can it, post. We can yeah, post, we'll post whatever there. what uh, what you want in the, both the description and stuff. But uh, just yeah, promote anything that you like to promote as well. So I appreciate that. I, it, it's been a pleasure uh, talking to you guys, and yeah, anything that you could put up for me, you know, the Patreon and the you know the the TMC store that would be great. Of course, yeah, yeah we can do that. No bother. Oh. Thank you. Thank you very much, John. Good day. I appreciate it. Yeah, so I have to say that was a great interview with uh, Max Grow. Like, we learned a lot about the industry involved in this inflation, as well as some of like the things that like the women have to go through, which I found very impressive, to be honest. With. Indeed, indeed. Uh, a lot of dedication we... to these clips. Indeed. Now... On to uh, our next our next segment, uh, which is a recurring segment, but this time in a different position. Uh, story time. Oh, story time, baby. Story time. We're going to go a little more melancholy this time. Instead of being shameful and funny, uh, we're going to start out a little mellow and then end up on a high note, I hope. <laughs> I, hope. I, I hope so. So, yeah. you know. SP's got the lighthearted story. I got the sad yeah. story. Time to grab your cookies and milk and get the fuck into bed. We're going to talk about, okay, I'm going to talk about specifically how I went from being an okay drawer to being an, uh, an awesome drawer and the risk at my health it caused, essentially. Um, I want to say la- uh, a couple semesters ago in college, I took up drawing. And I like drawing. I started drawing a lot of Zarya. That's when I did some really good uh, Overwatch stuff, but it was more physical rendition because I can't draw digitally. Need to practice yeah. at that. Not easy. At least, at least you could draw, though. That's the thing. <laughs> I can't draw yeah. for shit. I Your doge is not that bad, okay? It was great. No, no okay. Th- that doge is the greatest thing I've ever made in my life. <laughs> trumps it's any morph. Yeah, it trumps any morph I've ever done in my life. Like, but uh, that's when I took up drawing. And right around that time, I had an encounter with somebody whom I have no idea their real persona or anything. But they said they really liked my art and my draw, my writing and my drawing. And they wanted me to draw them lots of things. This is about the time I started commissions. So I wasn't really, uh, I was really hesitant. Shout out for commissions, guys. <laughs> Shout out for commissions. I was They're really available. I was really hesitant. Wink, wink. <laughs> I was very hesitant to uh, give them stuff for free. But uh, you frugal at the, fuck. But at the same time, they had given me really good ideas through role play and uh, story stuff. So I was like, okay, this person's got a good reputation with me. I'm willing to do it. I really regret doing that because in the subsequent months, I would not, I would, exp- I would find out uh, that this person 
demanded a lot without giving a lot in return. Um, they were very, I would say shy, but that's me being nice. They were probably very uh, concealing of their identity because they didn't want to have an attachment. And so mm. uh, I would draw several things for this person. Uh, I'm not sure. Should I say their name? Because they're not very active anymore. If you want to, yeah, go ahead. It's like, uh, their, well. name is, their name was Blueerish. And they basically uh, they gave me ideas to draw, like a character, a redhead who would go through various different transformative, mostly weight gain and berry-related stuff. And I will display some of the pictures in the little placeholder down below, or where the placeholder is down below. Basically, I would I drew a ton of a ton of things, a ton of sh or actually, you know what? I might change the format of how we do this to make it a little more appealing. But uh, essentially, I'll, I'll wherever the placeholder is on the screen, I'll put it up there. And honestly, yeah. uh, I, I do instead, not uh, instead of a bunch of '80s commercials again. Nice. No, it's gonna be fucking bunch of '80s commercials, uh, but then it'll be interlaced with pictures because. They're funny. They're good. They're good placeholders. Nice commercials. They're funny. <laughs> I mean, look, they're fucking stupid. But uh, no, I, I'll I'll show the pictures because I and it made me develop feelings for this person because at the time I was uh, very I was I was uh, separated from my current girlfriend uh, and my uh, and I I was trying to find somebody else because I had to I told myself I had to move on so. Pfft. I tried. Not easy. Not easy at all. Um, and I, I got attracted to this person because of how little they told, but how much they gave when they did tell. And so eventually, uh, things got very heated several times. And while my artwork improved, my quality of mental health and stuff did. Uh, and and uh, this person basically pushed me to make things. Uh, for them without any compensation. And it's not like uh, I asked for a lot of compensation. My commission prices are probably cheaper than they should be for some of the stuff that I can do. But uh, it was just like a kick to the stomach. And I realized, you know what? I need to get away from this person. And I'm glad I made that decision because that person was harmful. <laughs> it was very harmful. I remember when I was like going through the page, just like looking at like his or her you, stuff. You, if you notice that the stuff that she made me uh, do versus the stuff that I did out of my own volition, they're very different. They're very oh, yeah. much they're very much more realistic uh, as opposed to uh, very much more my style. So it's it's distinct. You can tell the difference, but that's essentially. I still, my th story. I still think the best. I still think the best uh, drawing you've ever done is the chocolate river berry colored. It's so uh, well, thanks. It's actually that was one of the ones that I took a lot of pride in. That was my style. I'm glad I did that one. I it's need to so do more good, of those. Like, oh yeah, definitely. A hundred percent. More hundred percent. More, more fucking factory postcards inspired by stories that I've read, because it's fun to do that kind of stuff. And I need to do more Zarya because Zarya doesn't get enough love. If you like Zarya, comment below. I know most of you probably don't. Okay. Next door, yeah, you get you get you get fuck Zary, fuck Zary, <laughs> fuck yeah, that fuck, yeah, fucker, that short haired bitch, fucker, please fuck yeah, her. You would fuck her. You would fuck her. <laughs> you All would right. fuck her. That's the thing. Your turn, because my story was short and sad. Oh God, uh, right. So I kind of have four images that I just chose because you know they're nice looking and they have a story behind them. And essentially what I want to do with each story is kind of explain 
sort of why I did them and uh, I suppose what's the kind of meaning behind them. So uh, the first image I want to talk about is uh, titles. What do you expect? Oh, obviously expect uh, a bunch of uh, weird fucking titles because, you know, that's that personifies me. We t- weird titles. So essentially with this image, the main thing what I wanted to do was I think I'd seen a number of uh, the, the pictures from stories about like how like women would go to say like a Wonka tour and they'd be wearing like a dress and during the inflation their like clothes were ripped. So I wanted to try kind of invest in that. So what I did was I used up the 71 body and what I did was I actually made it look like the buttons ripped open and they're a big pair of titties, you know, as as you like, as you would hope to see. And of course, I'd been wanting to do in the list of morph, so I was like, fuck it, I'll put that head on. I can't remember what which one that was. Let me see if I can pull it up on my, uh, let me if I can see if I can pull it up in my own gallery, because uh, it's actually quite a quite an interesting, you got quite an interesting style yourself. You got a very distinctive style, as opposed to a, uh, I hope same, so. Some of the sameness. I don't want to be some copycat dickhead. There, when you originally started out, there were so many copycats. It was hilarious. Oh my god, that's. I remember that was hilarious back in those days. But yeah, like, honestly, God, it still is one of my favorite images, despite not being as technologically advanced as some of my later morphs. But it kind of holds a, like a special place in my heart. I, I don't know why. It just looks nice. Yeah, it's very it's very well done. Though I need to find it I, again just to think, just to know that I'm talking about the right one. If you go into the misc section, you'll find it. It's in the miscellaneous section. Okay, let me see. Yeah, how. but uh, all right, continue. Okay, so uh, I'll see. The next one, what I did is slowly filling up, and. I suppose this this image just randomly came into my mind when uh, it involves one kind of like the theater violets. I know I'm kind of against more than underage, but I just found the body type to be kind of very unique. As well as that, I had a really good picture of Ray and Grande that I didn't want to use. So I kind of just like, like connected the dots and I was like, oh shit, I'll put this together. And oh, yeah. It actually looks really well. I, I, I was, I was always pleased with how this one came out. One of the more interesting ones, yeah. Yeah, and it's a nice even like two things. Yeah, I even put like a little kind of like Wonka background, so, like from the musical. Yeah. That's how shit that is. <laughs> yeah. that's, all you need, all you might need to do to fix it is a, a bit of, a bit of shading here and there, and a bit of tinting. Oh yeah. The thing is, oh, though, that. I could do, I could do that now. That's. Back then, I couldn't. Freaking, you got, you got, you got more talent. You have a lot. I got more talent. I, I got more experience. (laughs) Sound like a right cunt saying that. (laughs) I sound sound like like a what? A right cunt. Oh right, right. Ah fuck. We're totally getting demonetized now. Uh, do you really think that this is going to be monetized? A kink podcast, really? You fool, absolute buffoon. We need to make that one cent. That one cent per video. <laughs> Penny, we'll fucking. <laughs> oh, it's funny. We'll just get one penny. Yeah, we get one penny for every one, podcast. We'll get, we could get probably a hundred thousand views. We get one fucking penny. That's probably it. 
YouTube yeah. goes under. This podcast is ruined. <laughs> fucking Grandpa Fuck. Joe steals the one penny because he's a fucking cunt. <laughs> All right, the vendetta against Grandpa Joe continues. Oh, that's got. We're gonna make that into a future segment. Oh, it's gonna be Brandon. Oh God damn it! I have so many things. Future for segments. Now. We haven't gotten rid of it. It was the whole segment in the last one. Oh no, but it's gonna be like a proper. <laughs> fucking Jeopardy. Yeah, fuck you, Grandpa. <laughs> Hope you fucking, you fucking piss yourself in the bed, you fucking wet fart. I am. I refuse to believe you didn't make that stupid Facebook. <laughs> I didn't even know there's a Facebook page. To there's a fucking it. Facebook page. It's so weird. <laughs> it's just like oh, every God. happy, happy, Merry Christmas to everyone except Grandpa Joe from the 1971. <laughs> Yeah, it's like bizarrely specific. She's like, yeah. all right. Because okay. at least at least the one from 2005. At least he's not a cunt. At least he's, he's like really fucker. sad. He looks really sad. He looks like you could like kill him with a fucking to- with like a fucking uh toothpick and like some jam. You could kill him with that. No, he, the fucking 71 one was pretty much okay. Oh. The L5 the L5 one literally looks like he's about to shag Kim Kardashian, but he finds out it's actually Kanye West. <laughs> that's and then that's the every reaction of his. Every reaction of his is that is just that. Oh, it's like God. he gets he gets Vietnam flashbacks. <laughs> he gets Vietnam flashbacks from like, every scene he's in. He, like this one where he's watching Violet and Fate, and he's getting like Vietnam flashbacks. They're coming from the trees. <laughs> 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 no, no, it's World War Two flashbacks. It has to be because it's older yeah. than that. Fuck. He's just he's just watching people explode with, with grenades. He's fucking, like, oh, it's, it's a fucking World War Two flashback kamikaze. Oh yeah. shit! Oh shit, uh, boys! All right, now uh, your, your next one. Uh, the next one I chose was a uh, kind of someone saved me. Another stupid title. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Bad. I actually don't know why I did this one. Really, it's kind of like I remember TMC came out with this clip. I had a really good actress. I think her name was Diana Darling. And she had a really good suit on. And yeah. I was like, I was in the mood for like more for your bitch. So who do you go for when you, you look say, for bitches? You look yeah, for yeah. <laughs> Isn't that, it wasn't that suit just a fat suit that you recall? Yeah. Because honestly, it's, it's not bad. Not a terrible thing. It's pretty you good, actually. I still think it's pretty good. You could definitely take that little uh, piece, that little like feature. Uh, cut it and paste it to another thing and maybe like make just a compilation of all your stuff. Oh yeah, good. And that's kind of the story behind that. And then uh, the last one, uh, the last story I'll do is uh, it's called Accidents Happen at Wonka all the time. And the only reason this image exists is because of the area and the ground they pose. It's fucking hilarious. Wait, which one? Which post? The, oh, it's the fucking the, the yike the 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 yikes reaction she had. Yeah, <laughs> I I saw that and I was like, "Fuck, I need to make a morph." And I was like, <laughs> I just ra- randomly grabbed that morph and I was like, "Let's put this." And then I just put that together. I was like, "Oh my god, that looks so good." Uh, it's, it's funny it's, as hell. It's definitely one of my favorite images. Is that is that is that background a, a uh, is that background a chocolate syrup factory? Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> I had no idea that was just, oh my god. The more you know, kids, the more you know. I'm not I refuse to do a cutaway gag with that fucking 
stupid thing. I'm not going to do it. If I do you it, will. you have the you, you have you have the right to shoot me. Okay, um, let's get your guns and dicks ready. Oh, <laughs> uh, it adds a whole new dimension to the word shoot. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, that that's how oh, fun. <laughs> oh, this is fun. We have fun. This is a fun podcast. Oh no, I thought we were having shit. <laughs> no, this this is a fucking horrible podcast. I don't know why you're watching it in the first place. <laughs> yeah. Holy oh, shit. Freaks. Uh, I mean, judging by the very large collection, Renaissance painting of Bionicles and the Altar of the Godzilla, yeah, we're f- yeah, I'm a freak, definitely. I don't know about you. I'm a freak in the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> Holy shit, what are we doing with this? I thought this was story time, not... not uh, yeah. Story time. Sto- story time has devolved into a what the fuck is going on. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. All right. Well, I told you it would get lighthearted. I didn't think it would get that lighthearted. <laughs> we went from well, talking- I always like to pull off surprises. We've been, we went from talking about manipulative art, uh, art mooches, which is a reduction of what happened, to just fun things. This is a dick shot. <laughs> It makes me think of tiny shot glasses in the shape of dicks. Well, you know. <laughs> I never thought you were going to see this. You go into episode three, and then they're talking about dick shots. <laughs> Expect the unexpected. <laughs> we, have to, we, have to, we have to keep moving. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, oh, that felt horribly. Uh, you know there's a game for that whenever you say, That's what she said. You say, you, you, you say a color afterwards. And if somebody already says the color, then I think you get hit. That was what it was like five years ago. I've never heard that before. It's the stupidest game. It is the dumbest game. It is the dumbest game. Well, well, it comes from America. What's the name? (laughs) Ah, it's shit on the Patriots, why don't you? We don't don't need to summon him. Oh, Uh, yeah. uh, But... uh, No, seriously, this was was a fun turn of events. I liked how how this went. Um, Now... We may, we're going to move on to our next segment, which is news. The news. And did, you had news, didn't you? Yes, I have. Yeah, of course I had news. I'm not just going to say, here we go to the news. We have no news. Next, You segment. fucking did that the last time! Yeah, that was a cutaway gag. At least I knew then. <laughs> I'm not going to do it intentionally. We have no fucking news. Yeah, you know that one of these days I am going to do that. I'm going like, yeah, we have no fucking news. The news is we have no fucking news. Holy shit. Okay. Um, I'm currently checking the tailor-made form just to see if I, I have this correct. Um, uh, actually, funny enough, uh, Plumpen is actually on his 21st page of his Blueberry comic. Oh, really? And that's starting to develop. Yeah, it's starting to develop really Oh, good. Oh, the, the fucking, yeah, the plumping up. Yeah, it's really yeah. developing. Yeah, I'm really enjoying that comic, by the way. Yeah, That's it's really pretty. Really interesting. It's bringing something new to the community that I haven't really seen in a long time. It's a different perspective, and I am actually really enjoying it. Yeah. And then, uh, in regards to clip news, as opposed to comic news, uh, there is new Barry videos in the works by TaylorMade Clips. Shit. <clears throat> shit, I fucking burp. Are you, are you uh, saying it's going to be shit? No. No, but... Uh, I know for a fact that they're probably that. Uh, what day is it today? It's uh, 
Thursday. Uh, it is Thursday, Thursday the 23rd of May. Which also, by the way, to break uh, to to break the fourth wall, this is a separate recording from the first half of the podcast. No, you're not meant to say that. Well, I said it. It makes Break us continuity. Look it makes us look unprofessional. This you is professional. <laughs> you fucking fool. Okay. Uh, thank you. Uh, uh, as well as uh, these uh, Okay, no, here it is. Five twenty-one. Okay, so Friday. There is one coming this Friday. So tomorrow. Uh, so if by the time this comes up, it has already come out. This is old news. <laughs> Old news! Though by the time I finish editing this, it'll probably just about be ready to come out. Because the editing time or the turnaround time for each of those clips is about a month, usually, with editing and stuff. It takes yeah. me a couple it takes me a couple days for the just the audio stuff. I can't imagine with the visual stuff and cutting away different yeah. uh B-roll footage to get to to get it to work uh would be like. So yeah, uh that's that's coming up. Uh I have heard also, progress. Uh, yeah, oh, go ahead. You first, you first. I Okay. Also, uh, Lord Altros has released Blueberry Vengeance 5, so I want to give a quick shout-out to that. Fucking looks amazing. The, the OG King. The OG King <laughs> continues with his Let, amazing series. The Demon Lord of Berries. Yes. <laughs> That's the canon. The Fucker the of Wives. Now. The Fucker of Wives? Is that what you said? Yeah. What the fuck? All right, that's fair. Um... Uh, uh, other news. Trying to make him more, trying to make him more badass. So I was like, "Oh, fuck our boys." Um, <laughs> uh, Riddler Corpse is moving forward on his uh, on his big project. I believe they're mm-hmm. doing a lot of uh, photography coming up soon. If not, they also the- are doing an, an AMA, which yes. is not asking anything. So, yeah, they will be Do- doing an AMA soon. I believe from the time of this recording, it'll be the Saturday, so it might have already happened. But if, if yeah. this is up before then, uh, we hope you enjoy it. Yeah. Of course, it's a great opportunity to talk to Candy and Corpse. Get yes. to know them better. Both of them are very open. And very open. Be- very nice. And uh, very cool. And sexual studs. <laughs> uh, other than that, that's about it for community news. Uh, you know, I really should have a transition for this where it's like the Channel 5 news. Oh, that'd be funny. That'd be fun. I might, yeah. use, I might actually use something from a cartoon now that I think about it. I don't know. That might be no. That's illegal. I'll figure something out. This would be. This is a fun segment. We always get hey, more, the more we the the more professional we get. In more. five years, in five years the new more. segment will be discussing crises, crises of the berry community, a drought in the uh, fuck. I don't. I'm, I'm tired. I don't want to. A drought in community making. A drought in quality. <laughs> a drought in quality. All of the recent stuff in the last week has been dog shit. Oh my god! All right, there. Thanks, Fox. No problem, asshole. <laughs> Look. All right, we got one more segment, and it is an important segment. This is not a PSA. This is a discussion. This is what yes, we call this, discussion. This isn't a rant either. This is discussion this is proper. This is two grown ass men talking Making about women points. in the community. Yes, <laughs> and not in the sexual way or in the no. hypersexual way, but in the critical theory way, which some of you may you not like. Weirdos. <laughs> some of you be hear critical theory and go, "Well, my time is done." So if you if you don't like being, you can like... actually hear the clicking of the <laughs> mouse away, just like that. 
Yeah, here, here, listen. You've snapped. <laughs> you've Thanos their fucking. <laughs> we have to, but we have to apply critical theory to this. There's no other lens. It can't be the okay. fucking Jesus lens. Jesus said nothing about blueberries because blueberries don't exist in that part of the world, as far as I'm aware. Figs do. Okay. But okay, we're talking about women in the community and several instances in which they have been ostracized, vilified, or straight up turned away. Mm. So do you want so to start? Luke, who would be the best one to start off with, really? <sighs> Shit. Uh, I mean, we could do Arcanis. Yeah, well, I suppose that's the best one to kind of talk about for like... Because it's also out of community. Yeah, so I, I reckon that's kind of the best one to talk about because that actually does focus on the damage that the community can do to women. And the damage people's perception of it can also do. <clears throat> it's a nice little intersection between both. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. You start. Arcanas was like such a nice person. And she still is. She's such an amazing model and she was such a genuine person to talk to. I remember when she first came on, I think was it who was who was the first person to actually morph her? Was it was it freaking weirdo or was it someone else? <sighs> freaking weirdo was far on. It was Love Him Right. Yeah, it was. I think it was someone else. But she she would actually she was like properly like having fun doing like morph requests. Yeah, because like, she wasn't she wasn't yeah. into it herself. But yeah, she was like the OG candy. That's the best way to describe it. OG candy. Or the or the pre candy or what 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 would be the predecessor to a lot of the current models stepping into the into the forefront, <clears throat> the prequel, the, the pre the prequel, uh, and she she got uh, a lot of appreciation and love. I'm sure hearing that name is kind of a bit of a nostalgia high for most of you. Oh yeah, that definitely she, is for me. I remember a lot of her stuff. I remember. I remember. I think I have some of it saved. I might have to. Do I, I, I have all. I have all of it saved because. Uh, but she she was very approachable. She was very courteous, and she was very willing. And then uh, she's very first... willing. She was very willing to do like like pictures. Yeah, like once uh, she... there in reason. Like she was great. She was just like Candy. She was very very good at being yeah. expressive. And then uh, <clears throat> one of the big problems that occurred is first off. If you're not already aware, the blueberry community and the inflation community as a greater whole, and the size community as a greater whole, are looked at as more taboo fetishes comparative taboo fetishes and kink comparative to most kink culture. Uh, mm. It is normal to see BDSM in popular media as a running joke or running quote taboo image. It is abnormal to see uh, inflation or size as that. In fact, it's almost a conjecture of what is normal uh, and here, here's a good comparison. You, Fifty Shades of Grey came out because BDSM is a popular mainstream taboo kink. As much as it is uh, mainstreamed, it is still seen as taboo, whereas ours or size kinks are not. That's the that's kind of the ongoing issue. Yeah. And uh, since that was such a bizarre thing, uh, I believe what happened was uh, wasn't it a YouTuber? Well, well I, I can tell the full story. Essentially. Yeah. Essentially, what happened was, Arcane is basically, she someone told her about like, uh, their experiences in the community, and the person said that they had gotten death threats, and that kind of you know scared her a bit. Who the fuck is like, sending death threats in this community? I like, 
probably the stupid Instagram community. Oh, <laughs> but I wasn't around <laughs> back then. That's the thing. I was around uh, on Instagram for it went back then. That didn't exist back then. I don't know. It's probably it's probably some just like weird people in the community because there are still Dickheads. weird fuckers. What? Dickheads. Yeah, cunts. Cunt burgers. Cunt face. Delicious malt. You fucker. Dude, I'm I'm a fat ass. You know this. He's Every fat. Time. <laughs> but anyways, back to the topic. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and then as well as that, she was also getting a massive amount of requests from people who basically were harassing her. It, it's <laughs> a it's harassment because they would not stop like asking her and asking her and asking her and asking her and asking and her. I feel like we should specify the difference between. Harassment and uh, and uh, just general asking a question. If you are sending mm. four and five messages a day, asking for the same five things, if you are sending mm. even one message per day every day for a week, you have just that's sent seven, message, that, uh, seven messages to the same person. That's harassment, yeah. Uh, it's I very... Guess, uh, yeah, considering the amount of like requests and, and like notes that she would she's get... She's only one person. And she was she would do photo requests for a lot of TFs and a lot of other stuff. Still does do a lot of animal TF and stuff. I mean, yeah. No, uh, it's it's more kind of on her own Instagram page. Oh yeah, that's right. She moved to Instagram as well. Yeah, and uh, essentially, as well as that, there's also this kind of deviant cringe, which Ugh. kind of yeah, put a few cringe. of her photos up and that. Because that kind of was the breaking point for her. Like, it made her delete a lot of her own images. A lot of her own images just because she was, like, afraid. And it's it's, it's a self-conscious affirmation uh, that it's terrible. She was afraid of people recognizing... She was afraid of people recognizing her. And, you know, I'm not... I'm not... uh, I'm not... uh, There's a word for this. I'm not... uh, I sympathize with that. It's not, terrible. It's part of the reason why my name isn't my real name. It's actually the opposite of my real name. <laughs> Instead of being the last letter, it's the first letter. Holy shit. Yeah, nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and I want to make a comment about deviant cringe and cringe culture. If you engage in cringe culture, you are actively acknowledging that you yourself either sympathize or understand that these people are doing something weird and that you have done something just as weird. Cringe culture is a tasteless sort of diving into things that make you viscerally go eh. and yeah. that's not it, it it's it's okay but you have to have some healthy perspective not a single person on this planet isn't weird in some way oh, yeah, of course we're all great folks in the terms of a cartoon that my little brother watches nobody is a nobody and everyone is weird like you and me that's a great quote it is a great quote it's a lovely quote too bad it was said by a cat and a fish under a rainbow. Oh, well. It's not, that's not like an acid trip. Holy shit. It is an acid yeah. trip. But no, if you... Uh, and that's just one example of uh, a female feeling ostracized or vilified in the community. I have more. I have a couple more examples. Uh, there are lots of lurker DeviantArt accounts that I've talked to that are operated by female persons. And, you know, they're very quiet. And part of the reason is because... Uh, we're at, I don't know how to say this without sounding like a jackass so I'm going to sound just like say, a jackass regardless just, just say <laughs> guys stop thinking with your dicks <laughs> please no, I, know, 
that might be hard for you. I know some of you only are 11 and 12 and you're experimenting. <laughs> but, you know, keep your dicks it's to so yourself. True. It's so sad and it's so true. Remember. Stop thinking with your peening. Would you say this to your grandma before you <laughs> Would you say any of the thing in this community to your grandma? No. Please but... say no. If you do, I'm so confused. Well, I think some people are crazy enough. There are some. There are also some pretty accepting grandmas. But let, let's let's just be real here. If you are, in general, every time you see a girl, if your first reaction is uh, excitement followed by relentless hounding for certain things and desperate uh, hoping, because desperation. Because okay, I'm not I'm not at fault for this. Part of the reason why the blueish thing happened was because I was desperate to feel validated in my own kink, which mm. I didn't at the time feel for my uh, girlfriend number one and several other non king related reasons that are far more important. Uh, but essentially it is very important that we uh, not think with our penises or, or, uh, or our inability to understand uh, whammon <laughs> women. The whammon. Respect like, for whammon. <laughs> Cause it's very important that we have some respect for the people in this community. We also need to respect the fact that not everyone sees the kink the same way. I've noticed that uh, female community members sometimes, if not all the time, see the kink in a very different light, whereas uh, the writing perspective from either male and female creators or uh, girl and boy creators are very distinctly different. The focuses are mm. very distinctly different. And it's very interesting to see. And to, just to add to that, like, not every female is, is like, kind of ostracized or treated hard. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, obviously, we have Faraday, you know, treated like a god, basically, which is fair. Good day. I, I, know, I know she's now retired, but still. Retired or just disappeared, one of the two. Whichever you choose, that's the one. Yeah, and uh, Barry Cheek is also kind of treated with oh, a lot yeah. of respect. Oh, yeah. They're not all, like, not every female is hidden. It's just they're very quiet or they're a very small minority of people. And we need to yeah. respect and start considering them more equally in the discourse. And like I said, please don't think with your penis. Yeah, because you can't, you can't do a Batista and just go around going, give me what you want. I'll send you the clip there. You can put it in a gag way. It's funny. It's funny. <laughs> But no, it's but, essentially, it's not hard to, you know, give people the benefit of some leeway. They're people. Everyone here is a person. Behind that screen, yeah. there is a flesh and bone creature. Maybe not entirely human. There could be some reptiles. You just don't know. Oh, <laughs> nobody, shit, guys. We got nobody, female reptiles. <laughs> nobody on the I, internet. I've just, I've just made someone horny right now by saying <laughs> <laughs> on, on the internet, nobody can know you are doggo. <laughs> Have you seen yeah. that fucking meme? I, I fucking love any doggo meme. I don't care how old it is <laughs> or how young it is. I'll fucking Hello, love yes, it. this is dog. Hello, yes, this is Dowish. Uh, another important thing we need to point out is, and in that regard, there's a difference between putting females on a pedestal and treating them with respect. We cannot put people on pedestals. Idolization of any kind in this community can lead to some dangerous outcomes. I am it mystery. always has. It always has. Of any kind, in any, in any placement, that is Regardless true. Regardless of gender, 
regards to gender, it's always regardless of gender community idolization always leads to some terrible outcomes. If you look at somebody with the unfettering eyes of a want, of a wander filled child, and you don't give yourself the grip of reality that maybe they're human and they will make a mistake, you'll be hit by a train later in life. Oh yeah, idolization fucks you. It fucks you royally. Oh yeah, of course. I think like as well as that, we have a good opportunity with with women in the community, like with Candy. And so far, people have like treated Candy very well, oh, and yeah. that's good to see. Because like always... it's it's fucking sad that we don't have our candies in the community anymore. Like yeah. I remember the times I used to, we used to have chats. She was such an enjoyable person. She's very to. lovely and very uh very understanding. It's it's just it's a shame that like we'll never have her back. But like you know. yeah, and it's a similar. It's kind of a similar scenario to how great creators fall when uh, something happens cataclysmic uh, realization or not, it usually just ends up in that creator just leaving mm. life happens and it sucks. Uh, oh, yeah, and sometimes life hits a lot harder than you want it to. Sometimes life is a deviant cringe video after years of, after months of harassment. Cause I don't think it was years. She was around for about a year. No, she was for a year. It was, it was, it was a few months ago. Months of harassment. Yeah, it's usually that. Yeah. That's the realization. You gotta, you gotta give people some leeway, guys. Just, mm. it's, it, just don't be a dick, <laughs> please. Um, I think, yeah, fun. as well as as well as that, as we mentioned, I think like the women at Max grow as well, and like even like the more are like people as well that like we can treat quite well and have been treated quite well in fairs. Yeah. And they need, and we have some reality with them. We know that they're people. After all, it's a from scratch kind of little uh, company that makes videos, mm. which sells their tailor made clips. So, like, uh, it, DJ it's very. One. <laughs> you fucking... We're trying to keep it neutral here, you asshole, or at least somewhat well, unbiased. Ideology over neutrality. <laughs> all right, there. All right, there. Um, but and then there's there's also like my girlfriend is starting to get into uh start is starting to kind of get interested and get into the idea of uh the kink itself now that we're back together and i've been thinking about letting her into uh servers and to like introducing her to friends and you know not you know uh kind of not keeping it away from her as much as i do uh the problem with that is um i'm afraid people will see that she's a chick and then uh, hound her, which overwhelms her, number one, I think. And uh, number two, it's just a dickish thing to do. Just because people are girls does not mean that they're not uh, – in that they're just because a girl's a girl doesn't mean they're going to immediately fall head over heels for you. Life isn't the movies. Everything sucks. This is reality. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's the same with my girlfriend. Like, you know, there has been attempts to, like, try bring her into community, but – you know, they've fallen flat on their faces thanks to the community. Several things. Cough, cough, <laughs> cough, cough. <laughs> oh, come on. I'm going to have to censor. I uh, pussy. I have to censor that, you. <laughs> somebody who. <sighs> I. Uh, yeah, little panties and the twists, so. I'm not going to fucking. I'm, I'm going to censor that. But, anyways, uh. The the biggest problem that we that we need to do as a community that we need to remedy as a community is that we need to respect women and we need to do that right. We need to not look at them as 
objects or god tier beings. Yeah. Like there is a there is a way. There is a way to get content with women. There's a right way and there's a wrong way. And for the longest time a lot of people have been doing it the wrong way. Yes. You can And we need to we need to focus more on doing it the right way. I know this treated as objects more yeah it's more like a business contract we have to treat like oh yeah uh i'm sorry this community while inspired by Willy wonka should not have to sugarcoat shit we have to be direct and upfront and if people are uh are okay and people are okay with that if they're not okay with what we're doing with their image uh they didn't we don't we don't do it like that you you gotta the respect is a very complicated process a very simple thing that leads to complicated wondrous outcomes you mm. have to respect them enough and understand them enough that they are people and you can't be indirect with them and you can't be hounding of them and you can't be dispositioning of them and destructive of them because it hurts. It's very harmful to both us and to them. Yeah, and plus it's if, if we continue to do that, it's just going to keep putting halts in our community's pro- progress. Like, Which is I, 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 suck. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to say we're all progressives. And we're in an age of progressivism. Jeez, that was a hard word to say. But, uh, it's not. We we kind of. But you may say that we're. You don't want to say, it, but we kind of are. We have. We're in a transitionary period, which is usually when these kind of things happen. And yeah, culturally speaking, we have to think more productively and more uh, so- solidly, coherently. We can't just keep having these feuds and feudalist, feudalistic uh, things. Ironic coming from me. <laughs> <laughs> coming from these, coming from the two hosts. <laughs> if you... Oh yeah, we, we, we'll talk about that in another episode. Honestly, we gotta keep, we gotta actually start working in solidarity because it's not productive. I mean, it's taken a toll on my mental health. It's taken a toll, I'm sure, on SBs. And it's taken a toll on everybody's mental right. health. We have to stop being feudalist and we have to start being direct and and start being yeah. coherent. Otherwise, we're gonna. Funny, funny enough, we'd actually be stronger all together than working against each other. I know it's such a cliche, like fucking happy-go-lucky jack-off thing to say, but... How ironic I talk about my Zarya images in the same episode we say, together we are strong. That is fucking... That's, I, that's funny. I wish, I wish I got the reference for that. You, well, as long as... Zarya's big thing is, together we are strong. And that's the thing. So I'm going to cut away to Zarya now so she can finish out this show. No, no. that's a lie. She's going to be a cutaway gag. We'll finish it out properly. Damn straight. <laughs> Damn straight, boy. <laughs> I just raped everybody. <laughs> Holy shit, I, I think I'm having a breakdown. <laughs> I tell you, you already have your breakdown. It's this can be like this can be like a world record. Like, do you ever know when like uh, you shoot like three hundred points of bowling and they like pull down the hatch and there's like a fucking bl- all balloons and yeah, confetti fucking come down. Perfect game, yeah. That could be for every time you have a like um, a fucking breakdown. Yeah. I have them too. No, often. I'm not making fun of mental illness. Mental no, it's health. literally, it's an observation and A, it's completely true. It's why I'm going to therapy because I need to go fucking get through this. And don't worry, uh, guys. I'm not, I'm, I'm not making fun of mental health. Mental health. Uh, he, he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's just giving me yeah. shit. He's just giving I just me got, shit. I, yeah, I just gotta say just in case, you know, we're, we we're buddies. We're buddies. Snowflake comes out and, you know. <laughs> no, don't yeah. say that. He'll come out. We, we live in the snowflake generation. No, we point. need to fucking we stop it. You're going to attract him. No, the fucking great monster that we cannot talk about yet. Oh, just say his name and block it out. 
Uh, no, no, I'm not going to do that. You already said one. I don't want to have to censor twice. I've done that before. It's not fun. Having oh, to listen to does, does it begin? Does it be? Is a uh, is the guy? No, 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 no. Is the guy who keeps calling you? A <laughs> Possibly, yeah. But I think okay. the funny part is I'm going to censor that He's too. <laughs> I'm going to have to censor a lot. And you realize the reason why I'm telling you not to do this because when I censor, I have to listen to make sure that cov it, like it covers the entirety of what is said, and that is usually a lot of beeps. I go deaf after doing it. <laughs> oh well, it's a lot of beep, 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 beep. Holy shit! No, so maybe one of these days the whole podcast will just be one large beep. <laughs> April Fools' podcast number two seventy. We talk about the most serious issues: Donald Trump, communism. It's just one long beep. April Fools! April Fools! <laughs> oh my god, you sounded so dumb right there. Did you sound like your IQ dropped oh, yeah. 50 points? Uh, I also need to make this... Also, since we're closing out the discussion and closing out the podcast slowly but surely, slowly I, may but also, I, may, I may also make this a shitpost channel. So if every now and again you see an update and it's not an episode of the podcast, watch that too, because that's going to be fun. Oh yeah. Shit posts be are the best things. Shit posts were the best invention. Best invention, twenty nineteen. Ah, but this is a lovely discussion. Re uh, respect, uh, respect women. Respect the women, and uh, don't be a dick. Just don't be Dead a dick. We'll dedicate this segment to Arcanes, as always. Respect you. Be respect. Uh, we should have an in memoriam thing because she's not dead. It's just she's gone. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. That's too. That's too on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking close out the podcast with "In the Arms of the Angel." <laughs> in the arms of the angel, oh, I'm on the rest of the lyrics. Oh my god! Oh, that was... love. <laughs> Don't I react to that? <laughs> oh shit. Um. Anyways. Well, this was a good podcast. I think we did a lot of things. We had a lot no, of fun. No, this is a great podcast. Uh, we hope to see you all again soon uh, here, in, here in our fun little fun little podcast. Have a yeah. good evening. Have a good morning, afternoon, good evening, and good night. Uh, see ya. Good day, good night, and goodbye. Long. This episode of the Juicing Room Podcast was hosted by Agro Wonks and SB Beauregard with featured guest Max Growth. Music was provided by Theviosphere under Creative Commons license.